This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. What a wild fucking year. Uh, and Chase, it ends with our boys lifting the Stanley Cup. Uh, first reactions, initial. Let's go. What do we got? I'm fucking amped. I'm so fucking amped. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking year. I, so as of today, we're recording the, the night immediately after the Cup. You know, and we have a Slack group chat for all the members of the Hockey Podcast Network. A year ago today is when we first really started talking about the plans for the season and that was coming up for our recording season in October. Who would have thought literally a year to the day we'd be watching the Stanley Cup championship, the Stanley Cup finals between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars and our Tampa Bay Lightning lifting the cup. Holy shit, this has been a wild year. 2020, the year of COVID, has been something that nobody could predict. Oh, this, is, <laughs> like, this is surreal. It, it doesn't feel real to me. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, Ben. I, I I just have no idea. COVID just seemed like it wrecked everything. We didn't know if hockey would be back. It is back. Uh, it was back because the season's over now, and that's crazy Fuck, to think about. Yeah. Our boys lifted the cup, and uh, just in case you guys didn't know, this is the Bolts broadcast. I'm Mike Mitchelson, Chase Crawshaw. On the other end, you just heard, and oh, man, it is... Uh, it is wild to say. It, I mean, I know we're all in shock right now. All of our Bolts broadcast fans that are also Tampa fans, they are just living it up as well. I know, Chase, you and I uh, are both drinking a little bit. I told you to grab a couple beers and uh, we'd knock this bad boy out. This is going to be a short episode. I can tell you that. Um, we're not going to get into anything super in-depth or important. This is really just us celebrating, taking a look back on the season as a whole and just going to have a great time. So, Chase, what do you got drinking over there? I'm, I'm going to be honest. A blue light has never tasted so good in my life. A blue light. I like it. So, uh, obviously, COVID-19 strikes us this year, so I had to grab a couple Coronas, celebrate that way. So, Oh, how ironic. I know. That's how we're going to do it. So, uh, Chase. I, I just got to say, say go though, ahead. Go ahead. Before, I don't know the hell you were going to say. I'm, like, I'm watching them, like, still, I'm still watching the NBC broadcast as we're talking. Just watching this team shoot their champagne in the fucking air in the locker room. Uh, Oh, God, it just makes me feel so happy. Such a big smile on my face. Uh, I don't know what the hell you're about to ask me, but I just want to go right into saying I am so fucking happy for Steven Stamkos. This dude, he's had a hell of a career, pain in the ass of a career. He's dealt with so many injuries. You know, he's been the leader of this team. He's been such a good NHL player, but he just had season after season derailed by injury. Uh, he doesn't get to participate as much as he wants to in the Stanley Cup Finals or even the Stanley Cup playoffs in general, but he scores a huge goal and helps this Tampa Bay Lightning team win the Cup, and I, I couldn't be more happy for the guy. Yeah, dude is an awesome guy, awesome player, and he really definitely deserves this. I mean, you talked about his struggles in his career. How many times did we see him go down with injury? And I think the most brutal one coming a couple years ago when uh, – 
he had his leg just wrap around the post against the Bruins. Absolutely heartbreaking to see that. It was heartbreaking to know that he wasn't going to be playing in the playoffs for us. Um, he then did make an appearance in that game three of the Stanley Cup Finals, scored a huge goal, led us to just an amazing victory into that game three, and then being able to hoist the cup with the boys is just absolutely phenomenal. Definitely a guy that deserves it. Uh, I wanted to talk about quickly before we hop into – uh, a slight game recap, if we even want to do that. Uh, just the NHL as a whole, how fucking amazing they did this year. I know we talked about it two weeks ago, how Gary Bettman and the whole crew over there just did phenomenal. Uh, well, over 13,000 tests administered, zero positive cases for COVID. The bubble was an extreme success. Uh, and let's talk about the atmosphere too, because when that cup was lifted, chills, right? It didn't even oh, seem... Yeah. It did not seem like there were no fans there. It did not seem like the place wasn't electric because it absolutely was. It was just an excellent, excellent uh, performance by the boys and an excellent show put on by the NHL as a whole. Uh, fans, obviously, they, they can create electricity in a, in a venue and in an arena. But in a moment like this, it's created by the players. It's created by the team. You know, like fans, will, they'll create the electricity in like a rivalry game. Say for like college football, for example, you know, the Iron Bowl. The fans will create the electricity. But in this, it's it's literally do or die. You win as Tampa Bay Lightning you or lose as the Dallas Stars. So these players, they create the energy themselves. It doesn't fucking matter if there's fans or not. There was no fucking fans. And we saw just how great of a game, how intense it was. And just how into it these players really are. And then when they were celebrating, you know, it kind of sucks. They couldn't be with their families. Uh, well, some guys could. Some guys couldn't. Um, but, you know, like they couldn't be with their families in the normal fashion. Couldn't celebrate with the fans as much. But even if Tampa would have won this in a regular playoff, as game six, they're the away team. Would have been an away crowd anyway. They wouldn't really be celebrating with the fans too much. So it would have been a pretty similar type of sound. So, it, yeah, it really made no difference to me. Uh, I, I was happy regardless. I was cheering regardless. Just big-ass smile on my face and a lot of blue light in my stomach. Absolutely. And I know that some people are going to be out there and they're going to say, oh, this one deserves an asterisk. It's the COVID cup. And you know no, what? fuck I, you. You know what? I'm going to agree. It does deserve an asterisk because not only – did we go through our four rounds of the playoffs? We also had to battle through a round robin after being off for three to four months. We did this and it took way more work. It was way harder than any other prior Stanley Cup champion. So, yes, it does deserve an asterisk to point out that we are the best team to ever do it because of how many hardships we had to go through. What a great fucking point. I, I got to agree with that 100%. Like. This was a very unique year. Um, nothing can be taken away from this Tampa team. They clearly deserved it. They busted their ass off. They were the best team, the most dominant team in this bubble, in both bubbles, I should say. Uh, like, if, if you're trying to say, oh, it doesn't count just because your fucking team lost, dude, grow, grow, grow up. Your, your team lost because they're shit and Tampa's the best. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you talked about dominance. Our team was dominant through and through. And honestly, I think our team may have been the most dominant here in this Stanley Cup finals. It really seemed like uh, in games two, three, four, five and six, even though we only came out with four of those five victories, um, it really did seem like we just controlled the game through and through. We had a really tough game one. Uh, Chase and I talked about it, how we expected a tough game one because uh, Dallas had a little bit more time off. They had a little bit less 
uh, injury uh, or injuries coming into the series. So we expected that. But man, since then, we were just absolutely dominant. And this game was definitely included in that because the Dallas Stars ended the second period with seven or eight shots, only two periods, 40 fucking minutes. And they only had seven or eight shots. So just absolute dominance. Uh, Vasilevsky, he made a couple big saves, but he really didn't even need to because of how good our Tampa boys were playing. No, absolutely. And this Dallas team, you know, give them a round of applause. I picked, this was my final projected uh, beginning of the season and the start of this playoff bubble. So I, I had faith in this Dallas team where a lot of people did not. So hats off to them for living up to my expectations. I did choose Tampa to win, of course. Tampa did win. So we're all smiles here. But also, like with the whole, you know, uh, less injured and less time off, can't can't forget that Tampa had to travel uh, from like the um, Eastern like conference bubble over to the Western conference bubble. Not like um, just for the series, but they had to do that at some point. Like the Eastern conference teams both had to come over. Um, you know, that makes a little bit of a difference. It changes a little bit of the dynamic, dynamic of the thing. They had to get a little more comfortable in a new time zone, get uh, more comfortable being in that different environment. I, I don't know how much of a difference it makes, but it's definitely worth uh, noting. And uh, dude, I, I just, I'm still, I'm just at a loss for words. I just, I, I can't believe <laughs> Like I, I thought the whole year that Tampa was the best team in the league and that they were going to win it. But the fact that they actually have now won it, I, I, I can't believe it. Absolutely. And now we don't need to ever look back to that Columbus series from last year because our boys proved that not only uh, can we get swept in the first round last year and bounce back? Not only can we start off slow in the regular season this year and bounce back, but we can also bounce back from a four-month break through COVID, through ever. I mean, look at the start of the playoffs in the bubble. Only three weeks, maybe a month before the bubble was starting, before games were starting, our Tampa players got hit with a uh, a big wave of COVID. A couple of our players had it, and that was heartbreaking. But guess what? We bounced back again. Uh, the resilience in this team is just unmatched, and uh, there's no team more deserving right now than our Tampa Bay Lightning. So it's absolutely wild. Uh, Chase, let's talk about uh, kind of the season as a whole. Obviously, we had some struggles at the start. Uh, we can talk about that first, but then I also want to mention our two deals at the trade deadline because I was very critical of both of them. You weren't the biggest fan of one of them, but man, oh man, did they pay off. So first, let's talk about the uh, the start of the regular season and you know how crazy it is to look back because you and I were both calling for John Cooper's head yeah we were uh you know I, I run the Bolts broadcast uh, Twitter account I did tweet something about that talking about how just wrong we were to to do that uh but I want to go back to our very first episode I remember you know this is the last time I ever want to mention that Columbus series but I remember reading that tweet that Tampa put out after losing that series <clears throat> You know, we talked about how that's just flat out unacceptable. This season going forward, they're going to have a grudge. They're going to they're gonna have a chip on the shoulder. They're going to want to go out there and prove everybody wrong, prove that they're the team that deserves to be Stanley Cup champions last year and this year. And, I mean, they went out and did it. Uh, during the season, there was times of doubt. Uh, you know, Tampa did have their struggles early on in the season a little bit. Didn't start quite as high as a team of, of this magnitude would expect. Uh, they started figuring out Vasilevsky's game picked up uh, come December, January, you know, pretty much up until the end of the season, un- end of the regular season when they called it off due to COVID. 
um, you know, the team was finally just really starting to reach their true like peak dominance. And I was so nervous coming off that break. You know, I had a feeling that the truly better teams were going to have more success. And, you know, I think that we saw that for the most part. But I was still nervous because who knows what to expect. You know, these guys could have gotten out of shape. Uh, they couldn't go to the gym. They couldn't skate together. But this team, you got to give them credit. They, you know, they stayed in shape. Uh, you know, couldn't get Stamkos back really very much, which sucked. You know, you're kind of hoping that he could. But everybody else, you know, they stayed in game shape. They came ready to work. And boy, did they work. Absolutely. Just a phenomenal team overall. And like I said, I wanted to mention those two trade deadline acquisitions. We had two first round picks coming into this year. We have zero first round picks right now because we went out and got Blake Coleman and Barclay Gaudreau um, at or near the trade deadline. Um, You were a big fan of the Blake Coleman trade. I was pretty iffy on it because I thought, man, this guy can only be a third liner for us. he was mostly a third liner for us, but he did so much more than just that. And then Barkley Gaudreau, I think you and I both had some concern about that deal because he really did not seem like a player worth a first round pick. But I think both of these guys are definitely worth fucking first round picks now because they're Stanley fucking cup champs. You know, it doesn't matter what trade you make. If you win the fucking Stanley cup, you win the fucking Stanley cup. Tampa could have traded four first round picks for a bag of, fucking pucks and if they won the Stanley Cup it doesn't matter because clearly the trade worked out for them if you win the Stanley Cup it doesn't matter what you do and you know that shows these trades and it's not like these guys were just irrelevant these guys made a huge impact Coleman and Gaudreau they they were that extra grit that Tampa really needed you know once they signed Big Rig in the offseason uh came in he you know busted his ass game in game out uh, was a Stanley Cup champion the previous season St. Louis you know he came in with that type of experience and the type of play style that Tampa was lacking so once they realized how important that was to the team and to their success and how important it was going to be going into playoffs, they want to made those two moves. And yeah, you know, they were a little iffy. It sucks giving up for a Trump pick, sucks giving up Nolan Foot. But at the end of the day, they were clearly the right moves. These guys hopefully can be tam- members of Tampa Lightning for a couple more years. Um, they definitely deserve it. They've worked so hard. If it wasn't for them, like I, I really don't think Tampa could, would have gotten out of the first round. Gen- like, general, genuinely, geez, excuse me. I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I don't think we are Stanley Cup champs without them. I mean, the depth as a whole was just absolutely phenomenal. And, I mean, we we talked about depth nonstop this year because, really, when we had our struggles, the depth were the players coming through. The, the depth players were the reason that we're still taking home some victories. Uh, and then we saw our big boys step up as well. Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Conn Smythe winner, Victor Hedman. Uh, those guys stepped up as well, and it, it just resulted in the perfect season, resulted in us winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, and congrats to Pat Maroon because he is the only back-to-back Stanley Cup champion this year, and that's an absolutely phenomenal feat. He's only the third all time also, by the way. So that's um, that's a pretty cool category to be in. And I do want to mention uh, another thing, just uh, kind of this whole last season. You, you saw, you know, even when this team was struggling, there was still at least some fact, some aspects, some facet of the game that was working. The offense was either going or the defense was going or Bassey was playing well. Once all three of those things started going like well at the same time, you saw how unstoppable Tampa was. They dominated those playoff games where everything was rolling. Uh, we saw it. In this game six, excuse me, I got a little bit of burps from all, all this beer I'm drinking, but uh, yeah, you saw it in this game six, like every, everything was going right. It, it was just 
as close as you can get to like a modern day powerhouse because you know with the salary cap it's kind of hard but they just looked flat out unbeatable there was no chance they were losing tonight Absolutely. And Chase and I will continue to hit on what the future looks like for the Tampa Bay Lightning in a future episode uh, with our free agents and the draft coming up. But this episode is just for celebration. So we're not going to hit on that. Uh, Chase, I did want to bring up, of course, the Conn Smythe winner, Victor Hedman. I think you and I expected Braden Point, but let's be honest. I think we had three or four guys out there that all were very deserving of that trophy. Victor Hedman, definitely one of them. Yeah, 100%. You know, coming into this final series, I thought Hedman was my guy, but Braden Point decided he was just going to go ahead and put up a shit ton of multi-point games throughout the Stanley Cup Finals, and it was kind of hard to ignore. You thought, <clears throat> man, he really is our best player on every inch of that ice. Like He just looks so dominant. He filled in for that number one uh, like center like team. Now, I don't want to necessarily say leader role, but it almost kind of was a leader role the way he led more by example. Who knows what his voice was in the locker room, but... He really made up for Stamkos being off the ice and not in the lineup. He was probably the one player that really compensated more than anybody else for that. He played so well. He's on such a steal of a contract. He was a third-round pick. It's hilarious. You know, he's so, He was very deserving of it. Even though he didn't win it, he was very deserving of it. But Victor Hedman, best defenseman in the league. The guy scored 10 freaking goals in the playoffs. He was so good. He was so dominant. He was unbeatable. He was the best defenseman in this playoffs, uh, and clearly was awarded as the best player in these playoffs, and you definitely can't hate it. Absolutely. I I think Braden Point is just, I mean, I talked about him earlier on in the season, and we talked about him as a whole, how um, he looked absolutely phenomenal last year. And uh, we we knew he had a lot of skill, but we didn't know how good he would be because, of course, he was playing with Stamkos and Kucherov, two of the best players in the league. However, this year, he just showed that he is an absolute fucking superstar. He is most definitely a top player in this league. And having him, Kucherov, Hedman, hopefully Stamkos to continue along in the next couple of seasons, this is going to be a fun, fun ride. And we really hope you guys can uh, follow along with us as we just absolutely embrace this team because, my goodness, what a fucking season. You know, I'm going to be on the lookout for our Stanley Cup rings. I'm expecting some from the team. Uh, maybe our name on, on the cup is that too much to ask for. I'm not sure. But you, we we know how important we are we were to this team uh, throughout this playoff run, throughout this season. We were with the heart and soul. So, you know, I'm going to be a little salty if we don't get rewarded that way. Honestly, Chase, I mean, how many years have we been doing this podcast? One whole year, dude. One whole year. And how many Stanley Cups do the Lightning have during our one year of podcasting. One whole ass Stanley Cup. Exactly. I expect those rings to be in the mail uh, as soon as Friday and uh, expect our names to be in great. You know what? If they want to even fly us out to Edmonton into the bubble, we'll quarantine for two weeks just to lift it. Um, yeah, I won't mind. <laughs> I, I certainly won't mind. Absolutely. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably good, Chase. Uh, we're going to do some more celebrating here. I uh, just wanted to get you guys a little bit of something, let you guys know how we're feeling. Uh, season's over. So in our next episode, which I think will be Monday, um, 
We will be talking about some of the future happenings of the Tampa Bay Lightning, talk about the draft a little bit, and uh, a lot more to come. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, Chase, do you want to hit them with a shortened version of our outro? Just make sure uh, or just to let them know that they can uh, where they can find us and stuff like that. You can find us at Bolts Broadcast. You can find us at WNP Sports Pod for our other podcasts where we talk football. But I know you guys are hockey fans, so make sure to follow us at Bolts Broadcast. Follow me at Chauda, C-H-A-W-D-U-S-D. Follow Mike at Mitchelson21, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-S-O-N-2-1. Uh, you know, if you're not following both of us, that's a mistake. We have a giveaway going on. Um, the announce, the winner will be announced, I'm sure, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, it'll be announced the morning uh, following the Stanley Cup win. So... If, if you're already in on that, congrats. If you're not, uh, just be on the lookout for our next one because we're, we're going to do something else soon. Uh, and also be on the lookout for our updated merch. That will be all out uh, Tuesday, so tomorrow for us recording right now. Uh, there will be a couple things. Uh, we mentioned a little bit on our last podcast we recorded, but you will see what else is there as well. An absolute phenomenal night. Chase and I uh, definitely going to go continue to enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.